Welcome back to Loud. I'm your host, Natalia Vargas, and we are back in full fall mode. It's my first real fall, and man, my pumpkin ass is just having a beanie hoodie wearing mentality. I am ready for these motherfucking leaves to change ASAP Rocky. What else am I doing, you may ask? No one asks. Oh, thank you for asking. Um, I'm actually planning a Halloween photo shoot in the woods, and y'all don't even know. You don't even know. Uh, I'm not a basic B, first of all. I am the spirit of Halloween, you hear me? So I have to play tribute. I have to respect the holiday. I have to respect October. And yes, it is my personality trait. It is what it is. But, you know, I could talk about Halloween all day, including the Halloween special uh, that I have planned for this year. But no te preocupes. Don't worry. I'm going to shut the fuck up for now. And I'll spare you until October 1st. Mm-hmm. Now, can I get today's episode to please stand up? Because it is time to introduce today's topic. And, you know, we're going to start with some questions, you know, to get this soup going. I don't know why I said soup. But, you know, you know what I mean. To get this going. Are you a relationship bae? Do you got boyfriends lined up on a wait list and you seem to have someone to fill the spot every single time? Girl, same, 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 same. <laughs> Just kidding, that never happens to me. Um, but um, if you have anybody from your wait list that you're just like, you know, you're never going to give a chance to, just like, head my way to the Natalia Playground, you know? Like, I'm here, I'm open, available. Yeah, and then alternatively, if anybody hearing this has a crush on me, just like, stop playing hard to get. Let me know already, because I'm tired. I'm just saying. Just like, speak up. <laughs> okay, now back to my rhetorical questions. Um, you know, do you find yourself single for the very first time in a while and have been thrown into the dark world of dating again? Now you look around and you're like, Oh my God, what is this foreign land? What do I do? What language are they speaking? Much like when I moved to America. Well, welcome, little baby. Welcome to Single Park. Um, <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to hate it. But guess what? As your resident single girl, sheds a single tear of independence. <laughs> I'm here to help you. Because, you know, why else would I be single for this long if it's not to share Everything I've learned with the world. <laughs> and look, being single has been good to me. Because let me tell you, when it comes to single town, single park, whatever you want to call it, I own the best property in town with the best motherfucking views. Also, if you are the single friend, much like I am, and you got new single friends that keep asking you for advice, and you're like, oh my god, I don't know, bitch. I'm just riding the wave. I don't know what I'm doing. This one's for you as well. So you can just be like, listen to this episode. Uh, stop texting me. Thank you. Don't call me again. Uh, and then you're done. How easy is that? But basically, my whole purpose with this episode is going to be that this moment in your life, you know, it should be fun. It should be cool. It should be exciting. Okay? Not a bitter one. So let's get to it. If done incorrectly, let me tell you, you risk number one, not learning anything, which, oh, oh my God. Or number two, getting back with your ex, which is like, no. <laughs> Which, by the way, like, okay, technically getting back with you can be fine, but it has to be done correctly, and it requires you honoring this time the proper way. So, you know, let's make sure it doesn't happen to you, because I care about you. So why should you listen to Natalia? Why should you listen to me? Listen, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'll remind you. When it comes to relationship advice, I usually say, the coach don't play. Do you see the coach playing? No. 
and he still gets the team to win, all right? But also in this case, Singletown, this is my shit. And I'm pretty happy here, so let's talk about it. So let's start with the survival guide into the single world. I know it feels like a strange jungle with very interesting creatures. You know, like, can you hunt them? Should you let yourself be hunted? You know, let's dive right in. So number one, girl, you got to heal first. You have to heal first. And, you know, let me walk you through a little metaphor. You're a sexy fish. Just like go with it. <laughs> Just like for a second. Uh, let me take you on this journey. If you're swimming around with a blood wound, you're going to be too easy of a target and not to quality sharks, but some lazy ass ones. Okay. You want the shark to work for a little bit. You don't just want to leave a giant blood sin and be like, come on over. You just don't want to attract the kind of attention. You don't want a shark to come and get it because all blood is coming out everywhere and you're all messy. At least, you know, let's make it challenging. You know, let's camouflage, let's swim around. You know, you kind of get the drill. In this case, you know, them catching you is, you know, you kind of going on a date, not you dying. But, you know, like I said, Although, technically speaking, if you have been in a relationship for a long time, dating could feel a little bit like you're dying. But don't worry, once you hit, once you get the hang of it, it's just like riding a bike. It's, it's great. Sometimes you just never forget. And look, when I say you have to heal first, I mean that this does, you, know, you don't have to be a perfect person and fully recover from your ex addiction. Get it? <laughs> I'm just saying maybe don't go out when blood is gushing out after you fall. You know, you got to let shit scab a little bit give it some time another reason you know you kind of want to heal first is that you don't want to also hate date because you know you kind of want to show your ex that you have moved on um and then you know it just takes away from the experience right like think about this like if you have this like i'll show him mentality while you're putting on lipstick and getting ready it's just not fun you know dating is supposed to be fun i know fucking crazy the chance to meet new people laugh like enjoy drinks dinner oh my personal favorite just like a little axe throwing I just like to show people that I can use a weapon if I need it. Also, I'm really good at it and I like to win. What can I do? It is what it is. (sighs) But you kind of get the drill. Just like heal a little bit. Give yourself some time to mourn. You know, be sad. You know, remember why you broke up and like kind of come to terms with it. You know, don't don't have this like I have to get back together with my ex mentality or anything like that. And, you know, I think after that, after a little bit, you know, I think you're ready to wipe them tears and get out there in the streets or the jungle, as I like to call it. Now, let's move on to numero dos, number two. If it's been a while, you want to meet online dating. You want to be in online dating, but I am sorry. It is, I know, I know, but you have to be open to it. Don't act like you're so much better in a puppet, okay? Like, listen, not liking what's trendy, guess what? It doesn't make you fucking cool, okay? (laughs) Um, Get a shit on my face. No guy or girl is going to look at you and be like, oh my God, she doesn't? online date wow how edgy and mysterious no one gives a shit okay (laughs) the real reason honestly why people hate online dating it's based i personally think on one of the worst dating advice you can fucking give anybody which is you'll find him and her when you're not looking fuck you and you know what really gets me about this advice is that it's really not honest like secretly, like we all want to be in love or want to be married or want to have a relationship and have someone that cares about you. Those are not terrible things to want. It's kind of like the fake engagement surprise. Like, oh my God, I had no idea. It's so crazy. Even though they've talked about it with their boyfriend and like she kept sending her boyfriend fucking links every fucking day. 
You know, it's this whole idea that like trying too hard is like not sexy. And we don't really talk about this. We prefer to just lie to one another in fear of us not looking desperate. Like, listen, if you found your boyfriend when you weren't looking, you know, good for you, bitch. <laughs> but also ask yourself, you know, like, were you in a great mindset? Were you going out more? Were you having fun? Is this what you mean by not looking is that you were just living your best life and like you were in a perfect and an amazing mental state? Like, stop lying to people because you were open. This is the thing, too. It's like the idea of like you weren't looking implies that this very fucking antiquated thought that you have to be chosen. And like, don't we want to be active participants and choose one another? Like, this is a pretty important choice. You know, so I think choosing one another implies that we're open to love. So why are we lying to singles? Stop fucking lying to singles. I'm just saying. You know, and when people share their success stories, they always omit the dark times. You know, they say, oh, I wasn't looking. But, you know, they don't talk about their mental state before, during, or after. Or when they meet someone, they'll tell you like, oh, well, I just knew. But also, what about all the work and everything you did to you know that led you to meet that person you kind of get my drift people I think when they find a partner sometimes they just like forget the journey that it took them to get there so when they share their story you know it's always like the fluffy version so I would say basically too I mean the rant is kind of done now I guess but take people's dating advice on how they met someone you know kind of like with a grain of salt that's something that I've learned because I used to get overwhelmed with Everybody has advice for singles of how to get out of being single. And like they have like the fucking secret curry patty formula for this. And you have to just remember like they did what they did to get their partner, you know, and you don't want their partner. You want yours. So I would say listen to your intuition and don't get overwhelmed with everybody's feedback. Okay, so now let's get back to the original topic before I drifted onto a rant, which I always do. It's so much fun. <laughs> let's get back to online dating. You know, I think online dating and trying, honestly, it's fine. Like, trying is sexy. It shows confidence. You know, when you make a profile, I would say, like, don't take it too seriously. You don't know these people. And if you're rusty, this honestly gives you the chance to practice your flirting. See, you know, what kind of hot people are in your area? Like, you know, who's going to be in the local bars? You know, kind of like online shop a little bit. Take sexy pictures. Like, get some compliments. And It's supposed to be a lightweight experience. That's not being desperate. I mean, look, being desperate is probably fucking trying to force it with a guy that doesn't text you back, that doesn't like you, you know, or, you know, calling someone a thousand times when they just keep ignoring you. Okay, that, that's, that's a little desperate. But like, you know, putting some cute pictures up, talking to boys online, totally fine. To all my relationship girls, listen, you may not meet your husband or get maybe a date on week one. I'm sorry. That's just a reality. And that's Okay. Like I said earlier, you got to take this shit lightly because when you're having fun, you just forget the timelines and things like that. And you're just like in it. And look, it has nothing to do with you. Some of these guys don't even reply. Look, they will sometimes pen pal you to death and not ask you on a date and look at your story for all eternity before you screenshot everybody you know and ask them, what does this mean? What does this mean? What's this? What's this? Like, I'm going to say you sometime. It means nothing. You, once again, you do not know him. So why are you getting offended about someone that you don't know. It makes no sense to me. Literally use your effort and uh, brain capacity for something else. Which leads me to my next point. You have to not take rejection personally. It's not about you. This is one of the best rules in single world. You gotta respect her. You gotta, let me just remind you that, you know, 
rejection, especially with someone you literally don't know, is just all ego. Like, oh my god, we I'm so great. Like, how could they not like me? And as your very single godmother, I have to let you know to ask yourself this question. How many times have you rejected boys or girls? Do you think about them? No, you move on. So you ruminating about this person that literally you met once or twice, maybe, like it's just really pointless. Because when you're not into someone, you know, you're not ruminating about them. You move on to the person that you're actually interested in. Look, I am sorry to break your little pumpkin heart, but it's the same for you. Even if you're a queen, people just don't like it when they do it to us. <laughs> and I'm not saying you don't matter. Okay, girl, you matter. But once again, these people are not your best friends. They don't know all the wonderful things that you are. They haven't gotten a chance to know that. And guess what? I know. I'm going to tell you this. is gonna It's going to be crazy. People are allowed to not like you just like you're not allowed to like them. The only people that get bitter when they don't like you are those creepy ass guys at a bar that call you a bitch when you don't give them attention. That is some ugly guy mentality. And you don't want to have ugly guy mentality. We want to have sexy girl attitude. And sexy girls don't take rejection personally. Like, look, I've gone on so many dates where I'm like, oh my God, he's so boring. If he gets dessert, I will kill him on the spot and I'm going to have to go to prison. <laughs> and... It's not because this guy is not great or weak. It's just because he's not great for me. He's not my lobster. You know, and I'm sure there's a girl out there that will love talking about sports and fantasy football. And or at the very least, not mine. Because I, I, this is just not for me. It's not for me. I don't know anything about the sports. Okay? It doesn't matter how hot or successful this person is. Like, if we're not a good match, we're not a good match. It is what it is. That's why we date. So we can find our match. And look, I've never been afraid to hit on people. Sometimes I make the first move. Sometimes they do. It's kind of like a back and forth. I kind of just do what feels authentic to me and not not let like anxiety kind of lead you. And it kinda, I'll kind of explain that a little bit later. But, you know, this idea of games, you know, get the shit out of your head. It's not a game. It's dance. <laughs> you know, some moves are sexy. Some are not. Some make you laugh. Sometimes you get a little too drunk for dancing and you fall. That's kind of very much like dating. And all in all, rejection is just a part of that dance. Not everyone's going to want to dance with you. And that's okay. I'm sure there's somebody out there that you probably haven't met yet that's just waiting for those fucking dance moves. <laughs> and in the end, you know, why the, re the real reason why I'm not afraid to hit on people or whatever, like I'm just confident when it comes to this stuff, it's just because I really believe that what's meant for you, no one can take away from you. And I just think that you can't fuck it up. Now this leads me to the next point, which is meeting people in the wild. <laughs> As discussed in earlier episodes, you know, you got to live your best life. Join clubs or teams and with hobbies that you like. Go to bars and clubs. Literally have a good life. You know, I think that's the best thing anybody can do. Just live your life authentically. What's to you and the right person will walk into your life. That's what you want. And if not, guess what? It's not about meeting someone. It's not about doing things that make you appealing for someone. It's about you just love your best life and then trust me someone will be attracted to that if that's what you want and that's what you need. But I think number one thing that's really important when you're in the wild, something I've learned is that it's really simple. You have to make eye contact. This is a hard one because I think that it does require confidence, right? But people are not mind readers. So you got to give them a little sum sum for them to come up to you. Once again, movies they ruined this for us is this idea that like a guy's gonna walk into a loud ass fucking bar and be like you yes i want that one even though everybody is dressed the fucking same and looks the same i know that girl is for me <laughs> you need to stop feeling like you gotta be chosen 
you have a have you have to have a little more autonomy than that, okay? <laughs> because then when you're not chosen, guess what? You feel like, oh, I didn't dress good enough. Did you make eye contact with anybody to signal them that you were interested? No. So stop because this I have to be chosen mentality leads to a lot of depression and a lot of sadness over things that they're not in your control. So knock it off. So eye contact is a really great way to let someone come hit on you. And it's very like low effort. Yes, it's a little risky. Like just look at them. But is it though? You know, you got to get out of your head. You know, and then if they do go up to you, I would say that less is more sometimes. Like I would say like talk for a while, crack your jokes, have fun. Then, you know, exchange numbers and let him know that, you know, you came with your friends, you came with homies because you also don't want to make the night all about like just hunting guys. And once you meet a guy, you're married to him and you left your girlfriend over there at the bar by herself to just die. Like, come on, girl. You know, I feel like everybody is there with their friends and they want to have fun. And like, there's a way to leave the conversation where like, you know, you flirt, you got the number already. Like you can meet for dinner and, you know, be married tomorrow. I say, I think that less is more. And then what I do, you know, something that I think is kind of fun is that, you know, once you leave the conversation and they're still at that bar with their guy friends, you know, make eye contact here and there. Like that kind of builds like sexual tension and it lets them know, hey, by the way, I'm still interested. So I think that that's, you know, some little tippy tippies. Uh, Going off of not leaving your friends and being a good friend, you have to start seeing dating, you know, as you do when you meet friends. I think this is something really great and has shifted the way that I look at it. And it's made it a lot more relaxing. You don't worry about timelines with your friends. You know, you kind of do what feels authentic. You feel out if that person kind of shares the same vibe with you. And that's how you become best friends. You know, you meet, when you meet a friend, someone that you're just like, oh, this could be a really great friend. You don't hesitate about texting them for plans or calling. You don't feel offended when they don't reply or take hours to respond because they're busy. Sometimes, you know, with new friends, like you take chances, right? Like, oh, come over for a sleepover or, you know, come to my birthday. And look at you now, after months and years, I'm not overthinking a relationship. You're in one of the best relationships of your life. And you guys are besties. You know, and sometimes, for example, like you meet uh, friends from different cities and they're on vacation. They hit you up. You know, when they're in your city, you don't think, oh, fuck this bitch ass that didn't text me for the last couple of months. Like, you would think, because you're not putting pressure on it, like, oh my God, how exciting. Like, yeah, come visit. I'll meet you for a drink. I feel like you have to kind of look at dating the same way. You know, don't write off people because they're not working on your timeline. I was the absolute worst at this, which is, it's almost to a fall and kind of embarrassing. Before, when I was younger, I would fall in love with people in like five seconds. And then I did a full 180 and I was like, well, if they don't text me, they don't, this doesn't happen in my timeline, in my terms, and I guess they don't like me, bye. And that's pretty terrible because I got all cynical for a while. And anytime I felt like a guy was pulling away or maybe like didn't talk to me for a second or, you know, waited a couple hours to respond, I would just automatically assume that he was not into me. And like, honestly, like, who knows how many things I've sabotaged in my life um, because I took things too seriously way too quickly because, you know, saying fuck you, he doesn't like me is also taking dating a little bit too seriously as well. And, you know, sometimes like people are meant to be in your life in different times. And look, this doesn't mean let people treat you like dirt. No, of course not. It is important to know when to walk away. And this is always, I think when your intuition comes into play, if it feels wrong and if, if you know, and it's not, because of anxiety because of your own anxieties that's when you know this person's not for you like for example like if someone keeps canceling plans last minute when you're all dressed up or when someone's saying they will hit you up they will hit you up tonight at some point and they're just never doing you're just out there waiting like a loser 
these are things that show you that this person does not respect you or your time. I feel like we know when someone is not being respectful and no one cares about you versus when someone's just like living their life and like they're not maybe prioritizing dating at the time. So basically what I'm saying is give people what they give you. Be kind to kindness. Don't close doors and possibility and just kind of feel free. And this just means be organic. And when in doubt, I would say, would I act this way towards a new friend? If you naturally stop talking to someone and things fade away, good, don't force it. If someone's meant for you, they will be they will be for you. And maybe you'll organically start talking again. But my point is just like live. You know, much like we're meeting new friends, if it feels right, let timelines work as they should. And also accept that, once again, like friends, some things are meant to be long-term, some things are meant to be short-term. Some people are just meant to be in your life for a little bit to teach you something. And that's okay too. Now, this leads me to my next point, which is don't date assholes. And I think this is one of the worst mistakes people can make when they just become single. They think that fuck boys are for fucking and nice boys are for dating. And this dehumanizes people. And it could make you hate single life because you're either going for terrible guys, you know, just for quote unquote hooking up, but then you're out here getting bitter because they don't text you back, they're rude about plans, they only... Uh, invite you at 3 a.m. and you're cranky half the time and you're only happy when they finally reply to you (laughs) or you meet nice boys in your dating world and you think oh my god I have to date him immediately like (laughs) this also puts pressure but guess what let me tell you you can actually be in between you can meet someone that's respectful nice funny and all these things and still be casual with them so long as terms are defined and you are not avoiding conversations that need to be had. Because a lot of times, you know, people want to be casual. Maybe you meet a nice guy that's also fresh out of a relationship and he just wants to be casual for a little bit. But guess what? He's nice and he's funny and he's cool. You can have those situations as well. So stop putting men, women in categories and being like, fuck girl, fuck boys, or I have to marry you guess what? There can be an in-between. And I've had that with people. And it's wonderful when it's like that because then it's a mutual relationship. And that's pretty cool. So stop going for assholes. They're not worth it. It's not fun to date someone that treats you like shit, even if it's casual. Casual does not mean treat me like shit. Okay? You can be respected. I know. Very crazy. (laughs) And all in all, you know, I just want you to have a good time when you are single. Because getting respect and being happy and enjoying the time is always going to be style, little baby. <laughs> and to wrap it all together, learn to love yourself again. Having fun, making being single a good experience is all about happiness. And you know, when we're happy, happiness is not dependent on success or lack thereof of dating. You know, we get so used to like doing things as a couple all the time. And then when you're newly single, it can be scary, but it can also be fun to rediscover doing things on your own. Maybe one of the reasons you have a hard time being single is because you're not really comfortable with doing things alone anymore. And if that's the case, it's a good time to start, girl, because it's so important. Learning to get back to yourself is so valuable. You know, getting in touch with who you were before a relationship and also think about, you know, where you want to go after. Because listen, there's no you're a better half. This fucking bullshit. You're a whole person. Sometimes when you're in the wrong relationship, which I assume you were because you're broken up <laughs> at this point in time, um, you know, we forget to get in touch with that. 
because we have serotonin all day, every day. Be present in these moments alone, you know, read again, get new hobbies, go to therapy, build a life you're so, so proud of. That's going to attract your next partner and they're going to be actually, guess what, equally match. You're going to attract whatever, I think, whatever state you're in. So if you're currently, for example, insecure, feeling like you you're, don't look your best, you're not your best, guess what? You're going to attract a narcissist, probably. And he's going to be like, mm, insecurity, nom, 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 come sit in my lap, I love you, come here, come here, let me love bomb you some more. You know, but whereas you're a bitch that has her own house, her own business, her own shit happening, you're feeling secure and awesome. Guess what? You are going to attract someone that also has those things. And that's fucking badass. But more often than not, to get to those places, you have to have a moment alone. And you have to learn how to grow that in yourself because you have to become whole first before you can be in a relationship 100%. So in conclusion, being single is important and so much more than just dating. (laughs) You know, it's about creating the person you want to be, building connections to friends, to family, going on adventures, learning to become someone you love so, so much. So don't make this time unpleasant. You know, you have to make it count, you know, and listen to your intuition or as my friend Hannah calls it, listen to your little woman, (laughs) you know, in your gut, why you are, why you are single again what you need to do, what kind of work you need to do, and you have to listen. And the best advice I can possibly give you is stay true to your wants and needs. You know, you're single now for a reason. I don't know what the fuck that reason is, (laughs) but I'm sure you'll figure it out eventually. You know, it's important and it can be wonderful. There are a lot of things, a lot of things in life crazy that can be experienced with your friends, with yourself that are so, so important. Trust, like, you know, honestly, like, your time will come, you know, where you'll be in a partnership again. And it'll be wonderful then, too. But in the meantime, why are you going to be a bitter McMitter? Be a happy girl. Or a happy boy. Whatever you, whoever you are. (laughs) And that is it. Final, fin, and my rant about how to make the single time awesome that come. Can't recommend therapy enough, though. That's what I did. It's great. (laughs) Um, and that's all I have for you guys today, this month of October, you know, mama's busy with her Halloween shit. Um, <laughs> I have more episodes coming up and I'm going to switch back to a regular schedule, which is, you know, weekly and I'm, you know, working on a Halloween special, which is my favorite, which is something I do every year. As always, you know, if you have any topics you want me to cover or guests you want me to have on, any homies and friends that would be cool and just want to, you know, talk in the mic with me for a while, feel free to send my way. Uh, and as always, uh, do what empowers you, do what makes you happy, and farewell. Bye.